0: You're listening to... Whoa! hot luck.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang. I'm an actor, producer, and filmmaker here to share inspiring stories and to walk through everyday life with you. How are you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. Staying safe and healthy and sane. Also, happy February. Was this... Okay, checkpoint. Just checking in. Was this not the longest January of all the Januaries that have ever Januaryed in our lives? Why was it so long? I can't wrap my head around it. Time is a very, very strange thing right now. Anywho, we made it at February and... It's simultaneously going really, really, really slow and extraordinarily fast. So I hope you're hanging in there in this strange time. Welcome to episode four of season two, also known as episode 164. I hate wedding culture, but I love weddings with Anna Sun. (laughs) Oh my God, you guys, I'm already sweating. Um, I don't know why I feel so nervous introducing this episode. Probably because I am the most most unfiltered that I've ever been. (laughs) Which I think is a good sign because I feel so comfortable with all of you guys and just really sharing my thoughts um but I didn't know that this this conversation was gonna get me as unhinged as i as I got, so just putting a little disclaimer out there, please be kind as you listen to this and uh take everything with a grain of salt. I've been through a lot in my life and also as a bridesmaid, and this really is just to be very clear, this is a commentary on the culture of weddings. I'm not shitting on people's weddings in general. I think marriage and all that is still really beautiful and sacred for so many reasons, even though there's a lot of, you know, controversy and political stuff around it. But in essence, I think it's sacred and lovely and beautiful. And I think people, yes, have the wedding of your dreams. It's just gotten a little ridiculous and we need to talk about it. So that's what we're here for today so glad that I get to do it with this week's guest, which is my friend and, first of all, producer, Anna Sun. Now, Anna and I have been friends for decades. We go way back, and we've been through a whole heap together in our lives, and I really credit her for uh, making me as comfortable. Maybe it's just her magic that she makes me so comfortable that I can open up and be as Unfiltered as I am, <laughs> and <laughs> clear about my feelings on this, um, but Anna is a fabulous person. She has been a bride and a bridesmaid many times over, as I have. I've just have not done the bride part yet. But Anna is an actor, mom, and producer, first of all, and she's a recent LA transplant from the Bay Area. Although you know, COVID's kind of taken over many of those years. And she was a project manager in tech. In a previous life for her first act. Now she's becoming an actor and a very fabulous one at that in her second act, and her mom is her whole entire act being just oh, her her baby's so sweet. I love, I love little little Jordan. But yeah, the intentions behind this episode is to comment on the culture, is to see everybody who's been through this madness before, to look you right directly in the eyeballs and see you a hundred, ten billion, billion percent with 2020 vision to, you know, because if you know, you know, that's, I would say that's like the hashtag of this episode. If you know, you know. And also to serve as a bookmark for myself if and when I become a bride down the line that I can reference this and understand all the things that I don't want to do and the things that I do want to do and the lessons to take away from that as I put my friends and family through all kinds of hell. (laughs) Just kidding. It's not all hell. But we go through a good amount of hell to make this really beautiful day happen. But that's love, right? Anyway, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please be kind and um you're welcome and I'm sorry. Here is episode 164. I hate wedding culture, but I love weddings with Anna Sun. Enjoy! Don't you know? Yeah with a dream also bright eyed they knew right away sick of swim there's no lifelines cutting their teeth on the move nobody's hi anna welcome to first Balling of all on this side of the, the microphone
0: oh my gosh i'm so nervous this is my first
1: time on the airwaves hello hello world <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking shop like a second ago and we're like and we're like hi <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> we're on now we're on oh my god thank you for being here thank you for being my friend thank you for being Mm. my producer Uh, and poor you you've had to know me for 30 years so uh
0: are you kidding you're like one of the constant most amazing moments of my life
1: oh she has stockholm syndrome everyone um anyway (laughs) how how is your day going and how are you feeling about this topic that we're about to tackle together um, you know,
0: it's been a long time coming. I think for me, at least, uh, I've never talked about it with anybody as openly as with you. So uh-huh. I'm nervous that people are going to hear a little bit of, you know, what we talk about in our private conversations.
1: <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> but yeah, I
0: think, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think, I think it needs to be said. So
1: I agree. I agree. So this is something like, okay, you, you know this because you've been helping me with, on my show. Uh-huh. I've got 160 episodes and I've, I've, t- I've dropped, like I've dropped, you know, this topic 8 million times. I've never gotten around to it. I think because of this debilitating fear of like, oh God, what am I going to say? And uh, who's going to hate me <laughs> yes. as a result?
0: That's that's the thing. That's the whole thing about the wedding culture is is you're there's so many people involved and so many heightened emotions. Yes. It's a lot. that. It's very nerve wracking. and having gone through one myself, you know, mm-hmm. I oof, so many things I wish I could have done differently. I wish I gave less fucks, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, well we we'll, we are going to get into that and you and okay. I have um, differing perspectives as somebody you've been a bride. I have never been a bride. And there's parts that, you know, we, we have similarities. We know what it's like to be a bridesmaid. That's the shared experience. And, uh, I just want to put out a quick disclaimer to everybody, you know, like I, I want this to be a real unfiltered conversation, but just real talk. There's been past conversations on this podcast where I've reined it in and, you know, watched my mouth a little bit more. There may be, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really <laughs> nervous about how this is going to go. So <laughs> as a disclaimer, I may curse more than, <laughs> than normal. Um, these are a lot of feelings guys. These are like, you're really getting to, to the heart of me. So I'm just putting that out. If you have sensitivity about that, just sign off now. Cause I, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go.
0: Yes. Anyway. And Minji and I, when we talk, it, we we can't. I mean, we have years of history. We don't want to say how many years, but we have years. So it'll
1: <laughs> it'll just come out. And um, yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah. Disclaimers, disclaimers. Um, so about wedding culture, I personally like to say let's start. I, I will sprinkle in a little positivity at the top. I think because I, I want to get again hear your lessons and tips learned as as a bride. I want to say at the top that I do love weddings. And that's the paradox of all of this. It's kind of the the weird oxymoron. Like I love weddings and I think that they're beautiful and I think commitment is wonderful. It's hard. Um, <laughs> it's daunting and Anna's laughing because she, she knows what that is. Um, so I've grown up with this really, you know, putting weddings and marriage on a pedestal, which is very different now, but I still have a lot of love for it. And um, whatever comes out of my mouth is not to say that I think that weddings as, as a thing are, is completely trash. Um, this is really to hone in on the culture around it in America specifically, with our very hyper capitalistic society and our very, you know, Instagram driven generation, etc. I just want to say that, that. Do you have any any things that you want to say before we get I, into That's the exactly team? it.
0: I, I think sprinkling a little what we love about it is much needed, but you know, we're we're trying to get you guys the good stuff. So we'll jump in. But I also do want to say oh, remembering the good stuff was easy after four months of me recovering. And and now <laughs> I, I fully could not talk about my wedding for four months, but then now trying to remember the bad memories, that was even harder because I had blocked them, you know? So like the good stuff has stayed with me and it is beautiful. Like at the end of the day, it is beautiful. Every wedding I'm tearing, everything is, it's such a symbolic traditional thing that, that has meaning to it. And you you can't lose the meaning because it's just it's built in but there's so much other bullshit around it that oh, that we need to talk about
1: I'm just so that makes me want to hug you right now, because it's it's just sounds like it was such a traumatic event in your life. And that's the irony. Again, it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a really amazing, wonderful milestone that, you know, a culmination of all this anticipation as as the young girls that grew up with very problematic Disney ideas and like, oh, you know. So we'll we'll peel back the layers. and okay. um, I know that you know you and I know that we do have a ranging demographic that tunes into this podcast and that hmm. there's a range of ages and experiences. But for context, would you walk what what is your breakdown of like the timeline if you if you understand like in if we're time capsuling this right now, what is the what is the protocol or the timeline of from if you want to even share your story at this point of like, what from when you got engaged to when the wedding what was that timeline and what were certain events that happened along the way
0: yeah um so my whole engagement and wedding was later in my life um I was loving life and I was like either we're going to hitch this wagon or we're going to, I'm going to get on with my life because life is great right now. You know, <laughs> like get on or get off. Like we got to go. I um, love that about I'm, you. I'm so impatient. It's bad. But, um, <laughs> it was, it was a, a year, I would say at most, maybe even less. Um, mm. but we from engaged to wedding and, mm-hmm. um, it was a lot and you're making so many decisions, joint decisions, about this, this day that's supposed to be like extremely magical and dreamy because all those slow-mo videos with music and it's just, Edge Ed Sheeran,
1: John Legend oh, playing in the back.
0: <laughs> so John Legend, dang it, guilty. Yes. Um, <laughs> Did I call it? Yes. All of you. Yeah. Uh, but that's the timeline for us. So I, and I know like everyone's been in COVID and going to weddings, nothing excites me more than going to a wedding um, and especially now to celebrate and to be, be with people and to love and support people. Uh, but back then pre COVID, it was like, Oh, this chore that I had to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I personally, I can think of funner things than going to a wedding, but I still love, it. I, in that year we have, what's, what's the standard, uh, breakdown of you get engaged. Did you have an engagement party? Um, so I'm super shy. <laughs> um,
0: you have really, to share it
1: too if you don't want. Yeah, I can. Yeah, no, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. I'm meaning like, I love attention, but I don't. Uh, I'm like that annoying bitch who's like push and pull. Um, poor Don't look at me, a,
1: but look at me. Oh my God. Don't look at me. Don't
0: make a big deal, but is everyone here? Yeah. Everyone's here. Oh, my Are best friend Instagram flew me? in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Everyone's here. Um, Do you so have I'm my like, hashtag? Yes. Hashtag didn't think of one. Yes, I did. Of course I have an email and everything. Um, (laughs) insane. It was, um, it was, we did, we did have a surprise engagement. Um, lots of people came in and that's, you know, and like there was pressure to even cry when he proposed. And my first thought was like, oh my gosh, (gasps) it's happening. And I was like, oh, I should cry. Damn it. There's no tears. Oh my God. It's just like random. I'm like, my anxiety is through the roof. And then like, you know, the nice way to put it is like, you're an empath, but I was just like, oh, there's so much energy around this moment. And yeah, it's cause that it's, person.
1: was it, so th- I'm guessing just based on this reaction, was this an, a surprise engagement, like in public being recorded? Cause that's a thing too, before we even get to oh. what, I mean, this is, I think an integral part of wedding culture is yes. the engagement. It starts with like putting on it's a spectacle. It was a, a spectacle. It, it was a spectacle. It was. Okay, Brian. Okay. So
0: it wasn't, um, it wasn't recorded, but the spectacle part of it, one, I thought it was going to happen at brunch and it didn't. So I got drunk and I was like, whatever. And he was like, let's go to the beach. And I was like, I'm too drunk to go to the beach. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my nails are done. And like, because <laughs> <laughs> that's just what happens. I'm sorry, you world. Um, sorry for that side of me. You go and to then, brunch
1: and have some drinks.
0: And he's like, I don't. Let's take a piss- walk, you know, and I was like, Ugh, whatever. I just want to lay down. And then we walk. <laughs> And there's these gurbas that were in at the beach. It was uh, this beach in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he has this goofy smile on his face. And I was like, oh no. And then I see like a bucket with the orange label bottle. If you guys know, you know. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, it's happening. And then he's like down. And I'm like, oh my God. And then it's it, like, it happened. It was private, which I liked that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um but there was definitely 50 Gerbas that he made his guys plant and the o- near the ocean on these rocks.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: 50 500? I don't know. I I don't know. <gasps> it was um it was a lot. And then and then a random couple walked by took a photo thank god and then our sisters s- casually strolled and that's when the tears started. I was like, oh. It's like overwhelming and then you're just like caught off guard and um, and then he was. I, I thought that was it. And then we go back to his house, and then more people were there. And I was like, "Got it." The the people, I would say, even for somebody who's super shy like me, um, it's lovely. It's lovely. It um, is. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. I love it. And it it is this thing of celebration. See, again, it's it's all the best and it's all the worst. Like you're caught yes. on guard. You're drunk in French, yes. and so. <laughs> You're not, you know, you're feeling pressure to cry. But, like, it starts with that. And and I just, I'm like, you've been married. I love Brian. I'm like, congratulations. I'm like, this happened years ago. Um, and then I think when it, when it goes from, I mean, like, then it's all systems go, right? I, from yeah. what I understand, when it's like, then you got to do the bridesmaid selection, which that's, now we're entering Minji's space. <gasps> uh, because um, How many
0: times have you been a bridesmaid and have seven. these um, asks? Ooh, you are shy of the movie. Um <laughs> You're getting there. And then were they all these like really thoughtful, it was kind of a mini event when they asked you.
1: It was pretty cute. Um, And and these, (laughs) these are, yeah, they, they put a lot of thought into it. The bridesmaid thing, you know, I understand it it is a really big honor. It's like who you're choosing to walk beside you as you make this really big momentous commitment. Um, Yes. Arguably one of the most important days of your entire life. So you know yeah. then I, I and I'm also approaching this um, sorry, another sidebar. I'm an event planner, I am a producer, so my approach to like all of this is also through that lens of not just being Minji who grew up you know in the nineties with Disney and all that, but also <laughs> being like a person who puts together small to large events all the time since I was fifteen years old right and um, I understand like from that side, like I get it, it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of momentousness like you're this is a big deal the choices I make here yeah are, are very significant
0: that's so interesting because whenever I was asked to I was thrilled I was like there was not one that I was like ugh, you know like mm-hmm. it was I was so happy and so honored to celebrate with them and that they you know that they would trust me to help guide them to the to the altar or whatever celebrate with them
1: that's it's awesome. just
0: all the other stuff. It's like but that moment is very special when they when you're asked. Yes.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. How many have t- how many times have you been a bridesmaid?
0: I think I was 8, 2 or <laughs> like close to school.
1: <laughs> So you're, um, see, it's like a laugh cry because that's the <laughs> way to express it. Okay, so okay. As, to sum up, so there's engagement, there's the the bridal party selection, if you have one, and then there's, uh, quickly is like, from what I understand, there's like the bridal party, I'm sorry, the bridal shower, at least on the bride side, bridal shower, bachelorette, there's the um, actual wedding, but even before the wedding, you have like a rehearsal, your mm-hmm. rehearsal meal, you got to get up at the ass crack of dawn to get your hair and makeup done. You do pictures before the ceremony, you do the ceremony, then you do pictures after the ceremony, you do the reception. And then usually the day after there's like a goodbye brunch or something like that. Yes. Am I handing the main points?
0: That's exactly. You just replayed every moment. Yes.
1: The schedule. Okay. Yeah. So that's context for people. So from engagement to that, there's a lot that happens in between. And there's a lot of moments, I think, where a lot of things can go awry. And, and the common timeline is usually a year. Some people are getting faster about it. And I do think that wedding culture is shifting because people are talking about this a little bit more openly. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And I would love to contribute. But like that year <laughs> can be just so stressful. And again, I'm only coming at it from a bridesmaid side. What? Are, okay, let's talk toxicity. What are the outside expectations? Because I understand that there's inherent pressure. Again, you're just you're entering this brand new chapter, so that in and of itself is a really big thing. And you're gonna like metaphorically, spiritually depart from this single version of yourself or someone that was unattached, and re- like committing to joining lives with somebody's big, big ass deal.
0: Okay, which Hot. I wish there uh-huh. was more. I wish I had spent more time and this is, this is on me. This is on an individual, but like, I wish I had spent more time thinking about that. Cause people tell you, they're like, enjoy the dating period because you won't get that back. And once you're married, Mm. it's a different relationship. Like, even if you've been in like long-term relationships, it's the dating part of it's like super fun. Um, And I always heard that, but you, I just personally got swept up in, in all the events in, okay, now I have to pick a theme. Now it has to be something from Etsy. And like, is this what I'm committing to? Have I already picked a color for the dress? Like you're making all these Word. decisions. You have to find a venue. It has to be within a budget. It has to like be really thoughtful. And then also, meanwhile, you have the pressure to be extremely happy and dreamy the whole time. And I'm like,
1: oh God, oh. God so you like just the, said so much.
0: Right? Or like, I'm just like, stop looking, stop asking if I'm happy. Like even as a kid, I like hated when people were like, are you mad? And I'm like, no, this is just my resting face. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I, like, you know, everyone's watching you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like this performance part of it yeah. is what I got swept up in.
1: Oh my God. My heart goes out. <laughs> to, I'm a happy bride. I swear. Now answer my damn <laughs> emails. Um, <laughs> because there's, and it's really, I, from what I'm hearing, it's just sounds like you're going automatically into event planning mode. It's not about the milestone. It's not about the symbolism and this next thing, which makes me sad. It's like because at this point, I'm just calling the shit out because I want us to address the spectacle that it has become versus what it's supposed to be, or what was yes. it, the intentions were or have been. Um, Yes, because again, I'm in, I'm in, I honestly feel like I'm in defense of weddings. Like, stop making weddings so terrible with all this bullshit that it's never Because we love it. Because we
0: love it. It is beautiful. (laughs) I agree. And and the thing is, like, I knew this going in and like I knew even being a bridesmaid, I was like, ugh, weddings. But then (laughs) I got suckered in, you guys. (laughs) And oh my power to you guys. Like, please do what's right with your gut because you won't regret it, you know, and it'll at least you'll be able to enjoy it in the moment instead
1: of later. <laughs> it's just, it's a thing because the wedding is like, it's about the couple, but it's also about this, this larger event where everyone's going to yeah. gather together. So there's a, a lot of logistics and again, like being a bit, like those matter. I think details do matter. Those selection, and that can be the fun of it too, to say, yeah, yeah I want to do something you know like this and you can make that a thing with your partner if if they do or don't want to be involved so there's that whole component of it when yeah. you had to like go into event planning mode and you had all this pressure of like okay I'm a bride now I'm about to be a bride and like you had to make these choices what was the first thing that you had to deal with was it like the venue and stuff or was it the bridal party like how did you go about prioritizing I'm
0: curious oh my gosh so for a day that's supposed to be super important and monumental and and beautiful that you usually haven't done before Mm -hmm. you get all these questions about like okay have you made appointments for your dress like what what's your theme have you asked the people have you found the venue there's so much that needs to happen constantly all at once and you're just most of it I didn't know um some of it I just wasn't ready to make a decision because I'm also very visual and so um I just get overwhelmed with all the choices of beautiful themes and, and still wanting something that's reflective of you. I, I mean,
1: <laughs> I'll take eight constant. dresses for my wedding <laughs> 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 and people do that. Cause they're like, you know what? It's my damn day. I'm going to wear, I'm going to have eight costume changes and you're going to like it. So goodbye. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or like booking the event or like things that are important to you. Right. So like some people are like, I really need this DJ, which our DJ was, phenomenal. It was the eighth time I had partied with him at that point. And he was, he had married so many
1: of my friends. It was amazing. DJs Um, are vital. They must pass the vibe check because they are creating the vibe. Yeah. Shout
0: out DJ J Kicks. He's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, it was just like decision after decision. And, and I'm, I want it all. So I'm that annoying bitch. And then also (laughs) I'm not naturally good at decisions because I want to see all the options. I want to see all the price points and make the smart decision. Like, I don't want somebody to be like, oh, I got that for cheaper. I would be so pissed. I'd be like, what?
1: Because you're an intelligent consumer. This is the shopping one-on-one.
0: Thank you. But then also like the girls who were more dreamy about their wedding. So I personally wasn't really dreamy. I just wanted it all. I just wish I had money to pay for somebody to do it for me.
1: Okay. Can With, we talk about it? Th- yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. I keep interrupting yeah. you.
0: But. No, no, no. Because I'm just going to ramble. Yeah.
1: No, I love, well, you know, we know each other. And so there's no disrespect. And if hopefully <laughs> our listeners aren't like, let her finish. I apologize. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like what you're hitting, I think what you're, I'm extracting things from what you're saying, but like the money part. Right. Like, oh. the fact of the matter, like this is, I think, a very core issue for me, yes. which is what makes me bristle when I like think of weddings, <laughs> bristle, because I'm just like, oh, my God. And like, I'll say I'll say realistically for all the listeners, like when I was first asked to be a bridesmaid, I was over the damn moon. I was like, I, I was like, as if I'm like the bride, you know, it's everything short of being like, I used to be your bridesmaid. Like it was just such a beautiful honor and it still is an honor, but it it diminished a little. I'm going to be totally real. The older I got, I was like, Oh God damn it. Like (laughs) because, because of the expenses. And like, that's a key factor that I think we need to address as early on as possible because money and the fact that the wedding budget is, it is a very big deal. And again, the byproduct of the spectacle that we're expecting it to be and the stress of all the decisions that you have to make and the 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 economy the culture of this that has Mm -hmm. driven an industry to gouge people is (laughs) in my mind i'm get loud it's fucking criminal i think it's (laughs) disgusting because i'm an event planner i know how much chairs cost do you know what i'm saying and like Mm -hmm. i know how much Food costs because I get other things catered. The way Mm -hmm. that people can and do jack up prices when you mention wedding, like, it's gross. And I have had to deal with that because I've been by the bride's side (laughs) as they're dealing with this. And so my heart goes out to all of you. Like a cake. You're going to take a cake that you could buy for like a birthday party and be maybe like $100, right? And that's expensive cake, but we're getting into that world where cakes are like designer pieces. But now wedding cakes are like $500, $1,000, Why? It's ridiculous. And
0: I mean, we can even get into cake later, but like, (laughs) it's a whole decision. Like it it photographs well, it like fucking looks good. So you're like, (laughs) damn it, you want it. But then at that price, you're like, I could feed everybody a better dessert. I don't know. But then I always had this theory of going to the money piece of if I threw a party and just said it was a party, like a backyard party. Would they charge me as much? And so mm-hmm. the whole time, I have this tension of like they're ripping me off because they know it's my wedding, and they know I I won't spare any expense. Like you, you just feel so duped and so like even uh. as you're writing the checks, you know, and and then you're trying to be polite because you don't want them to spit in your food and like blah blah blah. <laughs> so you, please you're give just me like, good service on the most important day of yeah, my life. Please also let my guests enjoy your food. Like yeah. at the end, you do want to, to give people good food. You, you don't want to, you know, cut corners for, t- it just depends on what your budget is and, and all of that. But like, it's tough because saying yes to one thing is saying no to another and, or you're just pulling from your honeymoon fund or, you know, yeah. like who knows. And then like, I can't even, for for bridesmaids, I wish, so at least money, you can start having real money conversations with your SO if you haven't already, cause it'll get very real as money just burns into thin air. Yeah. Um, but for bridesmaids, I wish I did, did this better. And some of my friends did some of the wedding parties. Very few did this very few, maybe one, <laughs> um, talk about money. What's yes. the budget here? Instead of being like, You owe us this. And I was like, Bish, I never agreed to that. What <laughs> I you. didn't I didn't even go to Vegas. What do you what? Thank
1: you and they're like, Well, they're <sighs> again Thank
0: with the money. They're like, You should feel bad and you should pay more. And I was like, excuse you. Like
1: And it can always be very passive aggressive too. It's not even <sighs> like people are gonna say to your face that's even different. I had I can have some respect for that, and I'm guilty of that. I'm full disclosure how <laughs> passive aggressive all of this is and can yes. be because those are hard conversations to have face to so face. And I've hard. had moments. I'm not going to name any names. Cause again, I've been to bridesmaid seven times could be from any one of those brides, but I've had moments <laughs> where I've had blow up fights and I almost broke up with a, a good friend of mine because I handled it poorly. And those are, those are all issues that come to light over the issue of money because it's not addressed in any sort of direct fashion. And it's hard.
0: Okay. Props to you for even saying anything, because my experience is everyone's protecting the bride, which is what, what made me as a bride more anxious. I was like, oh my God, what are all the side conversations and what's everybody disgruntled about? Because every time I've been in one, somebody was like shit talking and disgruntled, but then they would smile to the bride. And so Mm -hmm. the bridesmaids, we have our own little tension Yep, in disagreements.
1: (laughs) You oh, it's like so ridiculous well, Anna have you ever encountered somebody when you talk about weddings and you bring up the word bridesmaid I personally and mostly I would say 9.5 out of 10 met with a side eye like they look girl that's like, that look so I'm just I'm I'm just theorizing off, off of life experience and like different being able to read people and talking with a lot of different people it's a it's a lot of stress for bridal parties And especially bridesmaids. I'm going to go there with the genderizing because bridesmaids get a whole mess of shit that like groomsmen just don't. They do not.
0: There's this so easy. They just roll like, fuck, like phone call. Hey, dude, you want to be a groomsman? Congrats. Cool. (laughs) You know, chest bump, bye. And then they do like mud runs for bachelor parties. It's like, and then they just cook and barbecue. And like, I was like, fuck, I want that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And again, these are these are different etiquettes and expectations that I think have mm-hmm. been, in a way, I say like it's been very much predetermined, and that we all feel that we need to abide by, um, yes. or have historically. Again, I do think that. Strangely and beautifully I think COVID and pandemic has like changed a lot of that which I think is such a blessing. And also in general I think we've reached a tipping point and like a boiling point if you will where like I I want to be that millennial big sister to like just call this shit out for how stupid it is so that yeah. I can save people money and stress because I don't want to do it. And the thing is I I I do have several really close girlfriends who may get married. I don't know if that's their life path either, right? Um, right. But if they do, I I may be a bridesmaid again. So if they all listen to this, I might reference this and be like, honey, I love you so much. Congratulations. Please listen to my episode on my thoughts on being a bridesmaid. <laughs> and then we can talk after that because I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm trying to have more direct conversations. But anyway, yeah, we're just—this is Anna and me being like the millennial sister. Of- and we
0: hope, yes, that that we could save some of you from the trouble or— Feeling like you're not alone and being like, are you for real about this? Like <laughs> because we have those questions and eyebrow raises throughout the whole thing. And so if you're feeling it in your gut, you're right, you <laughs> know. It's some BS. Yeah. And I don't like if I could do it differently, I would do so many things differently. And we could and I want to hear what you would do too, Minji, because I just
1: anyway, oh, yeah. What how would I handle my my wedding now that I've been yeah. in, in seven of them? Um, And like, I'm so thankful for that. Like, honestly, me being the annoying optimist, I'm just like, I'm so glad I got to see others, how they do it for real, Mm -hmm. like behind the Mm -hmm. scenes in the planning, you know, pit trenches with them um, Mm -hmm. so that it could help educate where I could go. And that that's the sucky part of like, I feel it's like with my older brother, like you had to go through it first. And then I got to learn uh, after in certain ways. And there's, there's a big blessing to that because that, that gives me direct information of like, I would do or not do this. And I, I hear that from every, all my girlfriends that including, they're like, girl, let me tell you, let me make the list of don't do this. Spend your money on this. This is the thing that people will care about. They'll remember. And this is the stuff that doesn't matter. And I also think that I've, it's carved out my own personal taste and my own personality. And it's also yes. giving me an idea of, like, the kind of person I want to marry. Because I think that's an indicator for me as a red flag. I'm like, if you care about all of this shit, like, I want you to care about me caring about it. But if you care about it <laughs> this much, it's a red flag. Like,
0: Agree. I love that flag. line of, like, you should care that I care.
1: Like, <laughs> But, you know. I will prefer that you care that I care. But... Yes. And not, but and if you care a lot about abiding by a lot of these, in my opinion, stupid expectations and obligations, Mm -hmm. um, it's gonna. I'm not gonna be about it. I'm just gonna be turned off. That's the real thing. Yes. Okay. I we have so much more to talk about, and we're gonna take a really quick break, and we'll be back with more advice, more tea, and more (laughs) therapy.
0: This is so good.
1: Okay. (laughs) On toxic wedding culture. Be right back. Hi, I'm Marvin. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective. Hey First of All fam, if you're a fan of the show and would like to support, consider backing us on Patreon. You can join our Discord community and get different perks by going to patreon.com first of all podcast. If you'd like to support in other ways, you can go check out first of allpod.com or subscribe and leave a five-star rating on your favorite platform. Or just follow me on Instagram, because I love hearing from you. Thank you all so much for the support, and enjoy the show. And we are back. Needed a breath because I was getting so worked up. Um, I I think it's really fun. I, I'm sweaty. <laughs> I'm sweaty again. <laughs> okay, so I'll share this as we as we as we get into part two. I listened to a couple other podcasts, just curious, like what other people had had shared about um, their perspective on wedding culture. A lot of it, the things that I heard, uh, one was like specifically just on guests. And then the other one was specifically, Ooh. it was a group of girls, but they're talking specifically about the pressure of being a bride. So those are really interesting aspects. And again, there's so much to kind of cover in uh, talking about wedding culture. I do want to talk about, uh, we'll get, I i think there's always going to be, because again, I'm coming as the proverbial bridesmaid. But with the guest part, because I think that yeah. there's a really integral part of expectations in weddings besides choosing your bridal party, which I... Scratch that. I apologize. We're going to pivot. Let's finish the bridesmaid thing. Bridal party. We didn't even finish that. How did you choose yours, Anna? Because that's the part like I really <laughs> want to know. We're go- we'll talk about guests later. I'm I'm making an executive decision. I,
0: I'm, I'm so curious about the guest piece and would love to discuss because I haven't. But um, yes, I. But there's more to dig in for the bridesmaid. Um, how did I pick? Again, I've been a part of bridal parties where the bride knows exactly what she wants. And she's a really good decision maker. I'm coasting on those, but I'm not, (laughs) I wasn't that. So I, I think I had like eight bridesmaids. (sighs) But also because, um, I just, there's all these girls from different walks of my life who I deeply appreciated and like, uh, Fortunately, like kept in touch with, and so there was like one from fourth grade, one from high school, one from college, one from post college. Like, I kind of picked a little bit of all of them, nice. <laughs> and then I had two sisters, so I had my sister and my sister in law. Wow!
1: So yeah, that's a lot. See, there's a I've 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 encountered this in different weddings that the imbalance of the personalities of the couple, which is the most important component. Is their friend <laughs> groups and their friend dynamics might be really different. And so that's caused a lot of stress in certain scenarios where they're like, I have eight trillion girlfriends. And I want all of them to be my bridesmaids. And then the groom, and we're talking heteronormative setting, of course, for this. Uh, they're yes, like, well, I sure. have like two close homies and that's it. Maybe one. I'm fine. <laughs> Just the best, best person, you know. And that's, that's, it's a hard selection because that's between the couple and then costs. And expectations of like, uh, yes. what are those people supposed to do? So I'm just calling that out because people will probably encounter this continuously. It's uh, People are very different. The way that we have friends are different. And who we consider a friend is different. You know what I mean? It's, it's totally
0: different. And I definitely had more that I felt like that connection with. And Brian definitely had to pick some additionals <laughs> that he wouldn't and he's really good at saying no which is a great balance nice. for me but um he could have been like I'm cool with two
1: like, <laughs> so he was that so yeah you had Amy he, he was yeah. and cool too how so then you guys so you chose to have it and for what purpose can you like for photos <sighs> not
0: no oh no um there's way too much pink and why did I choose pink okay. I don't even like pink uh, so many regrets um but I I just genuinely value these relationships yeah. and like I I don't have a lot of friends but the ones I do have really matter so that was a hard decision for me got
1: it got it what was the, yeah. what was the reasoning behind having Brian choose like more match, yeah, to match? was it for the symmetry I mean <sighs> yeah
0: I, oh yes that part yes okay so dumb we didn't need to who cares mm-hmm. right like, one guy could have had four ladies. have been fine.
1: You could have split them up, too, and, like, integrate. I don't know. Paired the girls. Yeah. I mean, we're in, you and I are both in the visual arts. Like, I get it. I understand yeah. the aesthetics do matter, but I think that it it does. I'm saying on a money point, like, why are we feeding six extra people that he, the girl doesn't <laughs> care about? i am be like, um, no. Cool. It's fine. Also wanted to. Okay. Huh?
0: I, I do want to ask you, too, though, like what's it been like to be a bridesmaid and all the expectations that came with that because you've done it seven times and like, you're graciously asking me, but the bridesmaids piece is
1: huge. It might be the more common experience, right? Cause like I've been a bridesmaid yeah. seven times and if I am a bride, I'll be a bride once, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But um, just (laughs) the math, the data indicates that a lot of us may be the bridesmaid multiple times, which I want to call out the toxicity of this culture, because there are really great parts. Again, the part where you're like a friend who's asked to like walk beside another friend at a really important moment, mostly... Again, these are all women that I still love and that I still talk to. Right. Some of them have expressed like, oh my God, I'm sorry I put you through that. Or like... But <laughs> it was revealing to me because of where I was at in my life, specifically a lot of the things that happened in my 20s and my early 30s. The thing I'll reflect on the most is where I was at in my career and what I had in terms of disposable income to meet their mm-hmm. expectations. It was really, really <laughs> fucking hard because... I love them. I want them to have what they want. Also, it made me my scarcity of disposable income at that time and where I was at as like an executive director of a nonprofit. Yes, but I wasn't making a ton of money. I was not working a Silicon Valley job. I was not going happy hour five, five days a week because I had a I don't really like to drink, but like B, I don't have the money that honestly influenced my lifestyle was that I don't have the money to do all the all the shit you guys do, you know, And so I, it really rocked some friendships, at least for me internally. And that's something that I do regret that I didn't process or vocalize, but I just, it wasn't at the time appropriate for me to have been asked to do this honor and then spend that year like being like, so I just don't feel like we're on the same page. I couldn't be that girl. I couldn't, I couldn't like back out or feel like, Hey, I don't have enough money to like do all this stuff that you're asking me to do. Cause I'm struggling to pay rent and you want me to like go to, you know, some destination. It's for your oh, bachelorette. And it's so hard.
0: Like, yeah, and and what you're pointing out is such a valid thing right now because when we were in our 20s, which is when most of our bridesmaid duties were happening, it was we were all at entry level something or other, mm-hmm. like tech tech job or not. It was shitty pay, mm-hmm. y'all. Like with the rent in the in Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then, you know, it it was not great. It was everyone was stretching beyond their means, if we're all being honest. But like, I wish the bride could have set the tone a little bit too of like, hey, this is what we're doing. Feel free to opt out. Feel free to do what you're comfortable. You know, no pressure, blah, blah. Be like, I wish there were options versus like, this is what's happening. And I'm stoked. And you're you don't want to be that bitch who's like,
1: Uh, (laughs) Exactly. And that's something that I've spent many years evaluating, especially with like each succeeding bridesmaid experience. Right. And Mm. that like a lot of that, I'm not, uh, this is me venting about the culture for sure, because I do think that it's a very powerful influence of like how we choose to conduct ourselves. But I also want to bring it back to the onus of me. And that was my choice to participate mm-hmm. and that's stuff that i really kicked my ass over because at the end of the day um when i rack up how much i spent you know and like take stock of like i spent dresses oh no, let's
0: not let's not mean one G. of it's my bridesmaid dresses
1: was like almost four hundred dollars and i was like why Ew. and it was like 380 and like to uh, somebody else that's not a big deal but to most regular uh, humans that's a most of us big ass that was like a good chunk of my rent money. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't spend that much money on food in an entire month. And so it's a very bizarre thing that we have these etiquettes that this is expected. And like, yeah, they gave options, but like also it was not given options with like, hey, I think what I, what injured me was like in certain scenarios just blatant like you said expectation like we're going here fly to india i flew to india that was really dope cuz i was like <gasps> that was also i could do a whole podcast episode on that experience um love you prachi um i was a bridesmaid that went to <laughs> mumbai and like that was a very eventful experience really beautiful but really eventful wow. and there was a lot that happened but just like kind of these unspoken things and and it's not like uh my friends were very gracious and like full of gratitude um but like you said, making options or talking through that or just showing care and consideration. Be like, hey, yeah. you're a broke-ass actor. <laughs> you don't have to avoid it like that to me. <laughs> but like, hey, like, just want to check in with you. Is this okay with you? I know it's a lot that I'm asking. Do you know what I'm saying? Even that gesture, that communication would have made me feel a lot less resentful or a lot less obligated. And it would have made me so much more willing to be like, yeah, girl, dude, it's your fucking wedding. Like, I got you. Because that at the core was what I wanted. But I think over time in different scenarios, on top of the tasks that I had to do, I've been made of honor twice, the expectations of like that part of planning and like, literally building a shrine on behalf of the bride. Like, it's your choosing yes. to make this, this this commitment, which is gorgeous, and I'm so happy for you. It's like, yeah, on your day, it is your day. Holy crap. But, like, leading up to it, who the fuck are you? Like, I'm not going to rearrange my entire <laughs> life, nor do I want to expect my friends to rearrange their entire lives. I don't know. I'm so angry right now. But like... And just this no, overall culture and, of, like, what entitles you? Because there are bridezillas. I never had to deal with a bridezilla, but I want to hear your thoughts. It's
0: so much. And 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 everyone's different, right? Like, there's there were some that were just, like, super intimate and super fine, everything being casual because that's their vibe. And those, like, personally, I loved, right? And then there was others that were, like, got to go all out and, you know, the Weston and Miami. And I was like, who? Where? I... I just got hired. What's happening? Like I got my first job out of college. Where are we going? Yeah. It's it. And then, but they want it. Right. So you see the desire that they have, that they've dreamt up and, and you just get swept up in it and you're trying to be present and you're closing your eyes every time you charge something and, (laughs)
1: it's it's a lot and like, i really uh, it's a lot i really what i just yelled a whole bunch I'm, i might i please i i <laughs> want to celebrate you it's the expectations, yes. it's the entitlement it's the inconsideration part that i i don't think like i anybody purposely did it was just everyone swept up and this is why i think the conversation to and me of hearing what it's like to be a bride too all the the stuff that you're juggling to like decide and factor in and accommodate because let's talk about guest list, like family dynamics, all those things, cultural influences, cultural expectations of your parents, like all that. It, it is like I actually got into a, a a tiff with a friend because to her, like the Bachelorette, which I thought was like to me symbolic of the blight of society, like where toxic wedding <laughs> culture is gone. That was the most important thing to her because, like, she. She didn't oh. care as much about the wedding. The wedding was a lot of stuff for family, right? To yes, yeah, for oh, them, dang. but it was a lot for family. And so we had to like reach a tense point to talk that out. And I'm so glad she was honest with me because I was like carrying all this resentment, this rage that you heard earlier, you know, and it was yeah. it was stuff that I had accumulated from other weddings too. It wasn't even just about her wedding. It was like again, this rage that I was feeling being at the mercy of the bride's extravagant or not whatever that's my judgy ass but like whatever they expected that they can ask of people without with impunity without having any like hey is that too much you know um and then like raining it all on her because like i'm comfortable more comfortable with her as a friend but we had to reach we reached a tense point and i appreciated we had an honest conversation i think i handled it badly but um either way i was grateful that I learned she really cared the most about, I want to spend time with my girlfriends. So spending wow. a lot of money on like a trip and making that a fun experience was like a big deal yeah. to her. And I didn't think of it that way. I was more just like, because in my mind, again, this is me as a 20 something year old, like I wouldn't do it this way. I wouldn't ask right. people to like <clears throat> drop all this cash that they don't have. Right. Oh my God. It's it's nuts. Like
0: you go into it not knowing what you're going to become. And <laughs> that was me. Like all of these things that I didn't realize I expected or didn't realize I wanted or that were important. Yeah. And then other people are, are also feeling that like heightened moment with you. And so they're trying to be supportive and trying to make sure you're happy throughout the whole thing. And it's, it's a lot of like, and you're fighting, you're constantly fighting by the way, which you, you talked about like putting the bride on this pedestal or this like throne, the shrine. And honestly, the industry caters towards yeah. that from day one yeah. and you, everything you're doing, you have to fight against it. If, if you truly have a vision for what you want and don't want, you know, and because otherwise they'll get you like, cause it's, it, it, it's just so easy. Like the templates and the the, the photos and the whatever, exactly. like the different weddings. And it's, I don't know. It's it's a very sneaky thing that happens. And it's very hard, I would say, personally, to fight against it, but it's not impossible. Like, I wish I stayed true to to myself as a bridesmaid. I, I wish I stayed true to myself as a bride. Um, and then just held on to the good stuff of like, my people with me partying. Right. This is supposed to
1: be a party. That's, party is supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's hard though, because yeah. I say as parties are supposed to be fun, but usually if you have the privilege, again, these are a lot of privileged things, but like, again, if they're a core part of like what we value, I again, don't think that valuing this, this really beautiful milestone and this commitment is wrong. It's like, we can get swept up in things that have been marketed to us. Right. And I also want to I don't have all the same anger towards, like, my friends necessarily. It's stuff that I've heard from them, them being bridesmaids, to bitches that I don't know. Sorry. Like, I'm all about women power, but, like, there's some heinous brides out there, okay? I've had people directly in my life who have had to sign contracts about what they will and will not do in the year preceding the wedding. They cannot get haircuts. They cannot dye their hair. They cannot gain too much weight or lose too much weight, like— mm oh my mm -mm. dear god so okay i just don't want people to get it twisted like the brides that i've been with that like but it also like that stuff i carry with me so that when stuff is asked of me like i have had saltiness of like are you really asking that of us you know what i mean without and it's not i'm not contextualizing it to that person i'm taking this larger (laughs) ickiness that i feel from the larger culture, and then pinning it on that friend, and I've had to check myself about that because I was like, "Is this something that I want to do for my friend, or am I just being salty about other stuff that I think is is stupid, frivolous bullshit?" And then like punishing my friend over that. I like that's what I've one of the lessons I've learned out of this because I was too big of a wuss to vocalize anything, and I'm glad because it would have. Damaged friendships that didn't need to be damaged, but I did check it's, it. It's a very sensitive time, and it's it's a very sensitive time.
0: Like there's a reason why we're talking to each other post everything right. instead right. of right.
1: It's hard, and
0: hopefully, we'll yeah. Because we also have to mentally prepare to step into this and set our boundaries strong and gentle. But you know, like it's a weird balance, and like I was never prepared for that. And now I'm on the other side, and it's a different world over here. But like it's, oh man, nobody prepares you. So we're hoping (laughs) to prepare for sure.
1: And, and I, I want, I want these things to be celebrations, not a death sentence and trauma because there's a lot there. And I do think that there's a lot of space for it to alter friendships. And that's the sad part that like, Honestly, like there are friends that I was a little bit surprised. This is why like when um, we, would I, I grew up having conversations with friends of like, oh, who's going to be your bridesmaids, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's very gendered, too, because like I would want my brother to be part of my br- like I want a bridesman, you know, like and I have my gay yeah. friends. I'm like, uh, my wedding's yeah. going to be different, but you do you. I was also pissed that my brother didn't have me as a groom's maid. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah. I belong up there. I love them. They're all my yeah. other brothers. But I was like, yeah, just because I'm wearing a dress doesn't mean I don't belong up there. So it's that selection process and what people can kind of experience through making those decisions, having to prioritize, having yeah. to be considerate of so many people's feelings. Um, so many that they didn't even
0: know they had. Exactly. And, then you're, and you're also dealing with yours. It's nuts.
1: I'll also say not, I'm not pinning on this. It's just my perspective that I... I felt compelled to share as a bridesmaid being a bridesmaid seven times did get to me as like, I think that's in 27 dresses. I haven't watched it in like a decade, but like I would at certain points in my life, wherever I was, it would make me sad that I'm alone. And again, it's not Mm. about me. It's about the couple, but that's a component of being a bridesmaid that as I got older, it would be tough because I was like, I feel so far from all of this on top of emotional, psychological, financial stress of being like there for your friend. But it was it it can be very triggering to some people for a lot of different reasons of like, I feel really lonely and I'm like doing my best to celebrate these people that I do adore. But looking at them, this is me in my 20s. I was like, I don't know if and when I'm going to ever have this. So I felt that as a bridesmaid. And those are just things, that's something I wanted to share because sometimes you just don't, you can't cater to everybody's feelings. That's also the reality of it. Yeah.
0: But, but, but that, uh, that, that feeling, that sentiment of constantly being the bridesmaid or that it's, it's very real because as I was being asked more and more, and as slowly you, you see like all you the other friends around you getting hitched and you're like, and it's just me and one other at the single table now, <laughs> you know, with or, or the late bloomers or like there's a name for us. I don't know. Like there's you, you get very like, I got very like self-conscious about it and it's, it's subtle, you know, but it's very real for me. It was you, you try to make the most of it. And, you know, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm unhitched. Life is better, mm-hmm. but. But you also are like I also have no no prospects. What's happening?
1: Oh, Anna, I would have been there with you, and yeah. we would have been drinking champagne and dancing and
0: having a great time. Having a great time, yeah. And then all the like the creepies are hitting on you. and You're
1: like, get out of this! Get, stop it! Just because I'm the single bridesmaid. Oh my god! Me. And get, then there's what? the single ladies moment. Everyone, get ready! Right. All the single oh, ladies get to the I, dance floor for. Hated it. I hated it's like, it. I'm not going. And then it's terrible because people will single you out and then be like, Minji, you have to go. And I was like, I don't really want to go. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to (gasps) go. Give it to her. She's really ready for that bouquet. Like, I don't want it. (laughs) But then it's the etiquette part. But I appreciate that you share that. And I do think that that's a byproduct of wedding culture in general. Like, these milestones, (sighs) at any milestone, there's so much points of comparison of, like, where am I at compared to that person? And – it's yeah. part of life. There's part of it that I'm like, I'm not complaining about it. Like we can't necessarily alter that because it's everybody's respective journey of where you're yeah. at. Um, but I know ugh, I've, we need to have eight episodes on this. Can we talk about what it was like <sighs> for you and your your guest list process? Because I do think that part of the wedding culture is the expectations of family. Um, you and I are both Korean American. We both grew up in church. Uh, can yeah. can we spend a moment to, to cover that? part because i do think that it yeah it's very taxing on a person
0: oh my gosh it's it's so taxing and again dollar signs and, oh. and and then venue limitation because your wallet only goes so far so you're you have a cap and you're working from there mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just become really brutal and this is like because it's it's an economical decision uh-huh. <laughs> i wouldn't take it personal if somebody didn't invite me. Like just because like I don't know why. I I just never did like unless it was like my absolute like best friend. And I was like, okay, really? Like but otherwise I was like, I get it, dude. Like it's life. And luckily for me, my sister loved being the oldest and inviting all the Korean parents. So my parents' friends who there's this weird Korean thing where like if a Korean couple comes to your kid's wedding that money goes to your parents and not to you like so if they came to my wedding they would would go the money would go to my parents because that money is going to eventually go back to their kid's wedding Mm. and it's this circulation i was like no they gave it to like they gave it to me if you want to pay their kid that's out of generosity of your part i don't understand that like but then like it was it was like a whole fight and they're like no well you have to so my poor parents are stuck between this new generation thinking and they're broke. And I'm like, I'm getting what's mine. Yeah. Like, they're like, but in their mind, they're like, that, we're getting our dues back. What's happened? Like, because they have been to so many weddings. But um, I think I have more grace for them now. And I was just like really disliking the Korean culture. Yeah. But Luckily, I didn't have to invite many Korean parents, which was to my detriment because there were fewer envelopes. Right. You guys. Because... That's oh.
1: an etiquette. I, I didn't know that, honestly, Anna. Like, I didn't understand yeah. the etiquette of, like, you have to give money as a guest to, like, that's yeah. an expectation. That's what I was just like, who wrote all these rules and what? what Or a certain dollar amount, yeah. right? Yeah. Per person who's invited. What is the dollar amount? I still just, like, I do my best. I still feel like it's this, like, very unspoken, like, oh, did you get them? Like, because people have their registries. <laughs> Or they have their honey. Yeah. And there's so many things. Thanks to thanks to technology, you can just Venmo them. <laughs> like, uh, but also that expectation. This is weird. Like, this is not a ticketed event. Like, I'm inviting you to my party. So, unless it's like a, I don't know, like a, I do potlucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'll do the main thing. Yes. You bring like a side dish. Like, that's dope. You bring
0: what's good for you. Can I also um, call out my husband right now? Please? Um, which i think is beautiful honestly i'm really jealous that he lives this free and <laughs> things don't live in his brain minji he did not know he's supposed to bring a gift to a wedding i did until he married me oh wow and I, was, I was like excuse you and i was like i apologize to any of the weddings he's but also genuinely those people just wanted their pre- his presence like they say in the invitation you don't need to bring a gift. We're honored at your presence. They actually meant mm-hmm. it. Um, and like, it wasn't just an Etsy sentiment. Like, yep. I was like, that's fucking beautiful, that relationship. And it was also beautiful because those weddings he went to were a little more, maybe like families were helping cook everything. And it was, it was involved in this other beautiful way and like anyway it was I wish I had that freedom instead of the anxiety that I get
1: that's amazing that's beautiful I mean the thing is that those expectations can genuinely I think why it's so upsetting to me it can really have the potential to damage relationships because the expectations of people that expected to be invited to a wedding so so somebody in this very gougy uh, economy can like pay an exorbitant amount of money to pay to feed you and to get a DJ and to set ambiance and get flowers to razzle-dazzle you and like, you know, you're not as close to the couple, maybe, and it's to the couple, too. It's not even to, like, individuals. But, like, and it's like a family affair. Those expectations can, like, create a lot of friction that I think is, to a certain degree, very unreasonable and unwarranted. Like, what yeah. entitles you mm-hmm. to be expected in someone's most intimate space? That's like stuff that I I have issues with with like dating. You're not entitled to that stuff. It's an honor and it's a blessing to be invited to somebody's space, including their most special moment. And yeah. like, if you don't, and also this FOMO aspect of like, we're not all entitled. Like, we don't have all the means to have a a fairy no. tale wedding to pay for all the people and like the cultural aspects and the friction that it creates during in families about like, you need to invite my entire church group. <laughs> Like oh, who you've never met? I never met them. Cyber there is oh. So
0: the other thing, Uh other thing is like I genuinely didn't care if people got us stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I probably have issues receiving.
1: (laughs) I I yeah.
0: But other than that, you know what I mean. Other other than that, like I was just happy they were there. You know, and like if they gave a card great if they gave 20 gift 20 dollar gift card amazing like i loved everybody who went there good. but we also didn't invite his entire side at arizona and wow. we had a separate wedding which that i was bummed about got it and it's sad because silicon valley weddings we already shelled out how many tens of thousands yeah. good lord on one day yeah Um, of our own money you know and like i took out stock like you pay for this shit because like my parent money don't grow on trees for us that's and then um,
1: those are different expectations too that my friends are sharing with me and that i've i've even my parents have talked to me about it my hypothetical future wedding but they're just like what those expectations are again that it gets it gets wonky to talk about out loud but it's, it's caused friction between couples at the very start of their lives about like what their parents oh, are no. supposed to contribute versus, you know what I'm saying? Like m- what I grew up with is like That's the bride's right. family supposed to pay for a wedding. I was like, huh? Like, is this like a huh? cow dowry kind of thing? Like personified yeah. leader? I don't know. So there's a lot of like the inequities and the imbalances. That, I don't know if it's my Libra rising or whatever. It's just so, <laughs> so imbalanced and so disharmonious to me. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I, don't like it. yeah. And
0: I I appreciated that. At least it was me and Brian doing as much as we could. And we never felt either way towards each other's family. Right. And um, because it was a California wedding for most of his family and friends, most of them wanted to Yes, And I was like, oh shit, we have a 150 cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not, I never wanted to do a 200 person wedding. I was like, I don't know these people, mm-hmm. but if i could i would have if i could have had all of them come out i would have loved it you know like
1: i mean what does we I just did not see but the other-
0: <laughs> i know like i would have loved to pay for my bridesmaids stupid dresses they never wore again <laughs> like, <laughs> So many things Thank I would you. have loved to just pay for.
1: Like. Also, I have a bad habit because I go ham. Like, you know, we went through this war together as brides. I've really loved the oh, No, I have not. There are certain bridesmaids I despise. I'm being real. There's some bridesmaids <laughs> that I've had to manage that I hate. Um... But um, mm-hmm. most, mm-hmm. most, nine out of ten. I love the bridesmaids that I got to meet. I loved meeting my friends' friends and befriending them. And we, it's like going to battle together and we bond. Yes, um, yes. But it's also sucky that, yeah. like, we get down together on the dance floor after I rip my dress. So I was like, I can't resell this. So it's really like, oh, tough. It's a little <laughs> I've, done, I've ripped three dresses. Uh, four, four. Yes. Four. Um, Yes. But it is what it is. And that's where I think also with the interesting with capitalism, I think that that we are at a point where people are getting creative, too, because I know that there's companies that rent dresses and stuff like that's so much smarter than shelling out almost four hundred dollars for one dress for one day. You're never going to wear again. And, and also, yeah, we should help each other
0: out. Like and, we all went to David's Bridal. Let's just put it on a website and rotate that shit. Like
1: also people are just, cute now. and you know, They're just like, hey, this is the general color get whatever you want. Like, I've oh, seen that God. one more and I love it.
0: It looks better. I think it looks better because it's like
1: unique to that person's body shape. It's unique. Their skin tone. Dude, there's... Skin tone, oh, yeah. it's beautiful. And I was like, that's... Yep. I want my girls to shine. If we're going to stand up there and like also I've genuinely considered whether I want to have the whole bridal party thing oh, or not. Yep. And I might not yep. do it.
0: Um, yep. My friend didn't. Cause it was at City Hall in San Francisco. Love. Hello Dream Wedding. I know. And and she definitely had her honoraries, you know? They just
1: weren't standing there with her. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, I still just don't feel like we've covered everything. But this is to I know. end like to appreciate what are some can you share things from your wedding or others that you've been part of that like really stuck with you? Maybe I don't know, not necessarily make it worth it because I don't want to romanticize this stuff. I still think This is what I ask, because I ask this of like Gen Z and beyond. Let's be better. (laughs) Like, I want us to learn from our lessons and say, hey, if I didn't spend $40,000 that I didn't need to spend on something that I could have put towards a home or for a more extravagant 10-year anniversary party or something, there's more parties besides this one. Like this is stuff that girlfriends have said to me, and their grooms. Like they've, I've had a lot of grooms like open up to me too, and I love it. I'm learning from all of them. There's a lot of clarity in hindsight. What? How can? How can we alter wedding culture? And because it already is changing, and I'm I'm all about it. Um, What are things that you love that you want to like carry forward and or change?
0: Oh oh my gosh. Um, The one, the best part, uh, for me was our rehearsal dinner. Oh. It was actually, you know, all 16 of our bridal party, <laughs> our wedding party, you know, and their spouses and the officiants and then the family members who had traveled and, um, oh my God, it was so intimate. And we also made every single, pretty much every single bridesmaid or groomsman give a speech, whether at that rehearsal dinner or on the day Love of. It. And it was just lots of laughing and crying. And that's when you see those friendships shine. That's when you see, oh my God, I'm going to get like emotional. It was like, <laughs> so lovely. Not to mention, yes, that the food was way more expensive than our actual wedding, but it was bomb. People couldn't stop talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> The food. And we're like, hell yeah, we want to treat you guys for all that we put you through. Yeah,
1: that's sweet. Um,
0: that was. I highly recommend to force people to give speeches, even though I personally hated giving <laughs> speeches because I'm an anxious mess. But um, they love it. They love to see what you bring, even though you're a shitty speech giver, because it's it's sweet at the end of it, no matter what. And the other part was like, I didn't expect as a bride in my overwhelmed state to cry ever, because I was just like, I just need this day to be over and can't smile anymore. Aww. And then walking down the aisle. And seeing everybody stand, oh my god, I'm gonna get emotional. Stand and look at you, and it's just these loving eyes of like, and you're like, damn, these people love us. And you're just like, I couldn't stop. Oh,
1: I'm gonna cry. And know. you deserve that. I think like it's, it's those are those are the things that we go to battle for, if you will, like dealing with all this yeah. stuff. There are. That's why I say I love weddings because there there have been moments where it did teach me a lot. Um, I know I've raved and ranted a lot, um, but there's there's a lot that I actually learned about like you know what when you care about people and certain people, this is where I think it yeah. matters for us to like be um as much in alignment and that sounds very woo l a whatever but to be aligned with like no. this is who matters to me, these are my values and my priorities. This is somebody that has been through thick and thin with me if I'm gonna yes. bitch and moan about this which I'm glad that I checked myself and I didn't in most circumstances, the ones that I did, one of them, I truly regret. Um, Cause I was bottling it all up and I didn't know how to communicate it well.
0: And yeah. I just kind of, it
1: like poured over in a, in an immature way. I had to learn that lesson. Um, mm-hmm. But like learning, these are moments that if I'm going to spend money on, it would be for this person. And it, there were moments that I felt in like the wedding moment. Yeah. I was like, this was annoying, but she's worth it. Or this was worth it. Yeah. Um, but can we do this better? Yeah, I'm eternal optimizer. You know, I'm like, can we iterate yeah. this and like do it a little bit You're more? You see, we don't have to go through all this hell. Yeah, I have notes. I have notes. I have notes. We'll do like a debrief <laughs> later. We'll do, honestly, maybe that's a regular, like, let's debrief. Oh my gosh. Maybe things, a debrief should be real. But like you said, you needed four months <gasps> to recover
0: from your honey. Oh my God. Like four months later, I was in my living room and I was like,
1: hey, babe.
0: That was a really beautiful thing. What? Yesterday? What what are you talking about? I was like, (laughs) already. What? He was like, I I thought it was beautiful in the moment. Where were you? And I was like,
1: not there. Stressed out. Stressed (laughs) out. Um, I do think uh, one thing I learned from this is if you had the ability to do this, just communication is a big lesson I took away. Um, Your friends want to support you. I want to make my day, my friends' days fabulous, we also have, like, our lives, you know? Like, we have fully yes. three. That's something we can forget sometimes. And I want to be mindful of yeah. that, of my future, whoever's involved, that my day is not the only component, but it is important. And so I want to be able to be... Confident enough to ask for that and also be really considerate. And I think having that balance and having that as an intention going into it and not being like, this is a day, because I'm telling you, this is like a funny way to close it out, but there's so many brides <laughs> made that have PTSD that they're like, wait till I get married, bitch. Like it's on. You know what I mean? Like they carry that, like that's real. Oh, I'm gonna, oh, you maybe we went, okay, yeah. No, wait, just wait. Like yes. you're like, I did all that for these people. Like, I gotta take mine. But I don't want to carry that energy. I really, really don't. Um, I know. yeah. And I say as an event planner, a lot of the things that we plan, I still get taught this lesson now. A lot of pe- people will never remember. the All the care and stress you put into like party favors all or whatever. The details. Or all these like yeah. minute details that might cause a lot of stress. They care the most about the vibe. They care the most about people being present and being happy. And if there's good music, honestly, I say music, don't skimp on. Um, and, and, and being selective about like who you want to have in that space because it it does impact kind of the whole experience. And I do think, I do think that people deserve a really great night. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of, even from the relationship to have developed to the point to be making that commitment, it deserves to be honored, I think. Um, but the way that that gets played out, just, you don't need to spend all that money on centerpieces. I'm just saying. If you're not oh overflowing God. with money, put that, I, you yeah. know, or save it. Don't stress yourself out so yeah. that, like, you're in a stressed out place or stressing other people out. Just have a good time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If it's, if it's too much stress, it's not worth it. And I, I, I'm i with you on all of that. I think that's so good. And, like, for for food, I would say one last thing is... Is food. doesn't have to be amazing. They're not going to remember. Just have enough yeah. so they're not throwing up. Yeah.
1: That's all. <laughs> people have been really cute about it, yeah. too. I'm just saying, like, people get personal. Oh. For me, I thought about having, like, a taco truck. I love street tacos. Yes! That's the best. It would be messy as hell, but it would be delicious, and I think people would be really happy. But, like, um, for my my best friend, Linda, she spent— uh, she didn't get a cake. I, well, She had, like, a teeny tiny cake, but uh, she went the pie route. And I loved it. I thought pot. I did waffles. We did waffles.
0: Love. We're like, and they did it really cute with like individual syrup cups. And I was like, yeah, great. Now we move on. Nobody cares. Like the whole party had to stop so we could cut the waffle. It was so lame. I was like, "Uh, let's get back to the dance floor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, people love the experience. So like I was really mad. Sorry, so many stories. But the most recent one I was in, Marion, I love you so much. And your wedding was a hoot. Um, She is a tornado. She is an event planner to the max. And she is very in the most wonderful way. She's very extravagant. And that's just her vibe. I was a little scared. I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to? Oh, God. But she had us do a K-pop dance um which i will be and i already told her all this so i can put this on air like uh i want to see i was mad at her i was like you're not making me do a k-pop dance at your wedding i have enough going on how dare you i was so like (laughs) what but then when we did it it was really fun and i was like oh so fun flash mobs dances they're actually really fun um yeah
0: it's really you feel really dumb but in the moment it's fully fully enjoyable for everybody. Yeah,
1: those are like memorable yeah. things that people don't forget. So I I personally prioritize experiences over the things. Things are nice and oh. you can also get a lot of things at Dollar Tree and stuff. Like it doesn't need to be so uh ask for help. Yeah. People like to help yeah. a lot and it can alleviate the yes. collective stress a lot too. Um yeah, the, especially because people can't
0: give money, they want to give time. Yeah. yeah. Like like, let's craft together the centerpieces that we can't
1: afford. Let's make
0: it. Like, yeah. who cares?
1: And some of the, like, I, yeah. I went to weddings where, like, that that happened. And I thought, I was like, this is gorgeous. And they're like, oh, we made these. And it's fun. I was like, yeah. shut up. You made this? This is like, you know, we're, we're not yeah. all the Kardashians, bruh. Like, we don't have, yeah. <laughs> It just, come on. So, yeah, I still stand with, um, I, lo- I love weddings. I think they're fun. And I think the way that people personalize them is great. And
0: yes, personally, love being a guest.
1: (laughs) Just show up and like, party, party, (laughs) give you a gift. Yeah, 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 That's the best. And everyone has their respective things. So just like, let's honor it. I say, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a call to action. Like, let's be gracious and considerate and have fun because I think that's the goal. And oh, I just hope this, like, just. I need like a drink (laughs) and I still feel like we haven't got all of it, but I think we'll have to let everyone (laughs) decompress after. Yes. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for sharing this Anna. Like, honestly, you've helped me unpack and process a lot of stuff. Uh, Yeah.
0: Same, same. Cause Apparently, I feel like I'm the only one
1: who hated. No,
0: the bullshit. No,
1: uh, we are benefiting from from your lessons uh, learned. I think that's the best we can do. Uh, also, I want to say as I wish okay. for you, um, and for all couples, like because it can be such a point of stress, save up that money and just have like badass anniversary parties. Who says we have to make the wedding the end all be all? I think like. From what I observe, genius. like, surviving marriage is a is a feat and it's something to be celebrated continuously. Bigger celebration. When you're making yeah. more money and you, like, are, you know, like, I, I'm just saying, that's what I propose. I think y'all should keep, oh, like, having, like, your God. five, ten-year anniversary parties and, like, just offering that as an option. You don't have to go all crazy when you're, like, broke and starting out. Oh, my God. That is genius. <laughs> that is so genius. But, yeah. um. Closing out questions, Anna, that I've been asking all of my guests. What are you grateful Ooh. for today?
0: Um, I I'm honestly grateful. Not this is not Minji did not pay me, you guys, <laughs> but I'm really grateful for Minji and this podcast. Um,
1: oh.
0: it keeps me going. Like, I don't think you guys know being a mother of a toddler is you don't feel like yourself. Vacations are kid-catered vacations. Everything is about keeping them sane and regulated because they're just not regulated yet. So don't judge my child.
1: Please. <laughs> um, I love your child.
0: But um, anyway, this keeps me sane and like doing work. And, and also one little minor thing is... Oh my god, paid parking meters. Yesterday I scored 52 minutes. It
1: was amazing. Amazing. Oh, that is something to celebrate for sure. Let us normalize celebrate. celebrating those little miracles. I love it. And I love you. What is your I'm what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for honest conversations. Um Ugh. I've struggled with them. And there's mm. something liberating about them. And I really am. Very genuinely scared that I might get reamed for stuff I said today. I'm also standing by your what heart
0: was also conveyed. Yeah, your heart was very much
1: conveyed. None of it was with malice, it's all venting so that we can processing. And my intention is to be there for others and help us grow. So I'm grateful for honest conversations <laughs> yeah. and I'm grateful that I have friends like you that I can honestly be very honest with. To have that safe space yeah. is so so precious and um. Yeah. yeah, I'm grateful. So thank you. Second question, what are you looking forward to?
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, no emails. You know, that lull between Christmas and New Year's. No emails. And honestly, I've been craving a lot of Korean mokbang food. So if I come back more with more sodium, again, don't judge me, you guys. Excellent. Like, no. I've I've had a lot of lamyon at that point. Treat and, yourself. Put that um, egg in it yeah oh my gosh there's so many variations on anyway on on the social world right now but anyway yeah that's what i'm looking forward to
1: vegging good what about you um what am i looking forward to i'm looking forward to breakfast (laughs) right now I know, but this is an early morning one, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm looking for, I, I love eating. Um, It's great. <laughs> and finally, what what okay. are your uh, last words that you want to leave with our listeners today?
0: Oh my gosh. Um, weddings are so beautiful. Uh, value them, treasure them, enjoy them. So enjoying them means cutting out the bullshit, which <laughs> I think as a society, we're doing better. Yes. And so we're here- to take away any stigmas because we had too many. I had too many. Um, and yeah, really, really enjoy them because they're fucking amazing. And the best parties ever, like it's, they're the best. They're they the best. are. Um, yeah. I can't even compare it to
1: anything else. So
0: that's mine. What about you?
1: Uh, last words. Yeah. That sounds so cheesy. Um learning how to be true to yourself is worthwhile. It's worthwhile and you're going to oh learn it through a lot of uncomfortable situations. I definitely did. Yes. <laughs> um everything that I like raged out out here, I like had to learn a lot from each situation and I think it really taught me funnily is how to be a good friend um and mm-hmm. how to be a good ninji, like just honor my my boundaries, my space, my and my preferences and also, learn how to be show up better for people that I really do care about, and yeah, yeah, that I think that effort is worthwhile. So, if you're going through all those gymnastics, you're just getting more flexible and toned, girl or like boy. Like <laughs> those gymnastics, they're they're also helping. There's there's a silver lining to it. It's, I hopefully it's making us better people. So,
0: yeah, and if you are ruffling people's feathers, those feathers don't need to be there with you. Ooh. So it's okay. But, yeah. Like it's about them and they're like knotted up feathers. It's not
1: about you. It's okay. <laughs> love it. Thank Bye. you, Anna. I love you. And <laughs> thank you so much. I love you. I hope everyone enjoyed it and tune in for more episodes of First of All soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of First of All, episode 164. I hate wedding culture, but I love weddings with Anna Sun. Anna, thank you for being such an amazing guest and a safe place for me to rant and rave and process through some really important things I love you so much you all can follow along with Anna's journey by following her on Instagram at, at thisisannasun there will be links in the description and yeah thank you for helping the show also exist Anna I love you shout out to Marvin UA my audio engineer and producer and thank you to Juliana dear, my social media marketing manager who helps keep the show going and our story shared I love you guys so much If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend. I have the disclaimer at the beginning, so they've been warned. It's all good. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to support me and the podcast, you can go to firstofallpod.com and find your ways to contribute if you'd like to. i really appreciate it. Shout out to my Patreon patrons. I love you all so much, and thank you for helping me keep this show alive. appreciate you and helping keep the mic on. And you can hit me up at firstofallpod at gmail.com. You can follow along on Instagram at firstofallpod or my personal page at Minjeezy. And you can find First of All on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Please subscribe and leave a five-star view. It does help me be found easier, helps with those algorithms. And I have been actually featured on um, some lists lately as one of the rising mental health and personal journal podcasts. So I'm really honored to see that. It's amazing. It's crazy to know that we're reaching people out there and hopefully helping them process through some stuff. And I really appreciate the, the fan notes and the DMs and the emails. It's been really, really touching. Really awe-inspiring for me to know that the show is helping people out and it, it warms my heart. So thank you. This week's outro music is provided by Meg and Dia. My dear friend Dia Frampton and her sister Meg are fabulous singers and their band has been going strong for many years right now and their song Monster is our outro, the Meg and Dia version, and our intro is provided by none other than Uzu Han with his song Uzu Trap. And one last thing, if you'd like to check out the Potluck Podcast Collective, it is a collective of Asian-American podcasters and storytellers. There's some amazing shows on there, some funny people, some insightful conversations, so go check that out. I'm a proud member. And that's it for me this week. Take care of yourselves, you guys. I love you, and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Hey, Sharon. Hey Remin. How are folks still racist? I know, right? We're like two decades into the 21st century. Yeah, and second question: where's my jetpack? Well, I can't help you there, but have I got a podcast for you? Modern Minorities is a show where each week my longtime pal Remen and I uncover common and uncommon truths that we all need to hear for our majority brains and ears. Yeah, Sharon and I have spoken to doctors, lawyers, directors, climate activists, angry Asians, athletes, chefs, writers. Folks who are black, brown, gay, straight, and everything in between. Past guests have included
0: comedian Margaret Cho, Southern Poverty Law Center journalist Geraldine Mariba, comics creator Jean Lunyang,
1: and many, many more. We've even talked about Ramadan, Black History Month, Kamala Khan, and Robin being queer. It's like we're trying to solve racism with the podcast. Challenge accepted. So check
0: out Modern Minorities at modmypod.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Remember, we're all modern minorities, but we're no one's model minority.